Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Susan Spicer. Today we're going to talk about five signs that you may be hooked on a narcissist. And I'll show you what you can do to best cope with this situation. You'll discover why being in a relationship with a narcissist can make you feel crazy. I'll define narcissism and show you fascinating facts about narcissistic personality disorder and the brain. I'm glad to have you along for today's mind-blowing episode as we go inside the mind of a narcissist. Welcome to The Naked Brain, the podcast designed to expose your mind to the most fascinating topics in neuroscience today and to help you improve your brain. I'm your host, Dr. Susan Spicer, and I'm also a licensed psychologist, neuropsychological expert, executive life coach, and certified brain health coach. This is a story I hear all too often in my private therapy practice. He was so charming when we first met, and now I can't do anything right in his eyes. Or, he really doesn't mean to hurt me, he just loses control. I also hear, I feel like she's never happy with anything I do. Or, he scared me a few times, but he never touches the children, he's a great father. I also hear, he thinks the rules don't apply to him, and he gets mad if I question anything he says in front of my friends. I also hear, everyone else thinks he's great. I don't know what it is about me that sets him off. And the biggest one, Dr. Spicer, I feel like I'm going crazy. These clients know that something is very wrong in their relationships, but they just can't seem to put a finger on it. Their partners are charming and the life of the party, yet leave them feeling unsafe and unsure of what they did to upset them. I hear these concerns voiced primarily by women about their male partners, but occasionally I hear similar stories from men. The reason for this is that these people are in relationships with narcissists, a disorder marked by an inflated sense of self-importance a condition that significantly impacts a person's ability to maintain healthy, long-term relationships. If you've ever been in a relationship with a narcissist, you know very well that this can be a very, very difficult place to be. So what is narcissistic personality disorder? Narcissistic personality disorder is a mental condition in which the individual has an inflated sense of their own importance a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a very fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to even the slightest criticism. Narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, or financial affairs. People with narcissistic personality disorder may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the special favors or the admiration that they believe they deserve. They usually find their relationships unfulfilling and other people usually don't enjoy being around them. Narcissistic personality disorder is treated through psychotherapy and it can be a really difficult road because the individual has to be taught to view their partner as an individual who is valued as an equal 
and deserves respect. This is a difficult concept for the narcissist because they believe themselves to be special and above all others. Let's talk for a minute about the origins of narcissism. Narcissism has its origins in Greek mythology. The term narcissist currently is understood to mean excessive self-love. The Greek myth that inspired psychotherapist Sigmund Freud to name the disorder came from the extraordinarily beautiful and youthful Narcissus, who saw his reflection in a body of water and became so entranced by his handsome self that he couldn't look away. He felt compelled to gaze at himself again and again, even to the point of madness and death as he was unable to become at one with his own reflection. Even at the moment of death, he remained locked in a circle with his own reflection in the shimmering waters. His self-admiration and his self-absorption were his own demise. The symptoms and signs of narcissistic personality disorder vary, and the severity of symptoms takes place on a continuum. This means a person can have minor characteristics of narcissism or they can have full-blown traits that meet criteria for narcissistic personality disorder. In general, individuals with the disorder have these following traits. They have an exaggerated sense of self-importance. They may have a sense of entitlement and require constant excessive admiration. They may expect to be recognized as superior, even without achievements that warrant it. They may exaggerate their achievements and talents and be preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or the perfect mate. They believe they are superior and can only associate with equally special people. They often monopolize conversations and belittle or look down on people that they perceive as inferior. They often expect special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. They take advantage of others to get what they want. They often have an inability or an unwillingness to recognize the needs and the feelings of others. They behave in an arrogant manner, coming across as conceited, boastful, or pretentious. And they often insist on having the best of everything for instance, the best car or the best office. Now, at the same time, people with narcissistic personality disorder have trouble handling anything that they perceive as criticism. If criticized, they can become impatient or angry when they don't receive special treatment. They can have significant interpersonal problems and feel easily slighted. They often have difficulty regulating their emotions and behaviors and react with rage or contempt and try to belittle another person to make themselves appear superior. They often feel depressed and moody because they feel short of perfection. And most importantly, they have secret feelings of insecurity, shame, vulnerability, and humiliation. And usually you would never guess it by interacting with them. Let's talk for a minute about the causes of this disorder. The ideology of narcissistic personality disorder is unclear. Most researchers agree that the development of this, dis this disorder is likely due to a combination of factors, including those related to genetics, which are inherited factors. Environment 
which means growing up with a parent that was either excessive with adoration or excessive with criticism. And lastly, neurobiology, which is a connection between the brain and behavior and thinking. So researchers agree that it's likely a combination of those three traits. Let's talk about narcissistic personality disorder and the brain, which is a fascinating topic. Brain imaging studies have found that individuals who suffer from this disorder tend to have abnormalities in the brain, right? Totally makes sense. In particular, a 2013 study found that narcissists have less gray matter volume in a region of the brain believed to be involved in empathy. Other brain imaging research has found that people with narcissistic personality disorder have hypersensitivity in brain systems associated with distress and social pain networks. So let's talk about five signs that you may be hooked on a narcissist. Some of these signs include, it's all about them. That's a big one. The first one is it's all about them. Narcissists have an exaggerated sense of self-importance and they make everything revolve around them and their needs, not yours. So they need endless attention and nothing that you, their partner, can do can make them feel happy. Secondly, they sweep you up in their grandiose goals. People with narcissistic personality disorder are preoccupied with fantasies about unlimited success and power. They manage to convince their partners that these unrealistic goals are in fact attainable due to the fact that they have unique power and special talents. And they'll sweep you right up into these plans and make you question um, even the thought that this can exist. Uh, third, they need constant admiration. Narcissists have a sense of entitlement and believe they deserve special treatment. They need continual validation and verbal affirmations to support their exaggerated and unrealistic beliefs that they're unique and they're worthy of special treatment. So you, the partner of a narcissist, will need to provide an endless supply of adoration and admiration to keep the relationship going. Uh, the next sign is no criticism is allowed. Narcissists have a fragile ego and are significantly impacted by any statements made to question their abilities or challenge their opinions. In such cases, they're likely to lash out with rage or anger. And the last one, a big one, you're being exploited. People with narcissistic personality disorder have a lack of empathy that often leads to the manipulation or exploitation of their partners. They will take advantage of others to serve their own needs and not think about the manner in which they're harming others. Now, being in a relationship with a narcissist can make you feel crazy. As a therapist of approximately 25 years now, I have worked with a number of individuals who have been in relationships, like romantic relationships, with narcissists. I've worked with individuals who have narcissistic parents, and that can be a real challenge, a huge challenge. And as a forensic neuropsychologist, I have spent a lot of time in jail and in prisons evaluating inmates and going to court and testifying. And it's not uncommon to find narcissistic people in jail because they often feel they're above the law and that the rules don't apply to them. And so they get in trouble, they get arrested, right? 
So being in a relationship with a narcissist can make you feel crazy because of their so supreme confidence and charm and life of the party personalities. Narcissists can be intoxicatingly attractive to some people. Narcissists can go to great lengths to court the person of their dreams and go overboard, making it seem like you must be very special to be invited into their extraordinary world. You may be a, you must be a very special person and they will court you and dote on you and they are very attractive and alluring to some people and it feels that way at first. Now the narcissist doesn't go into a relationship thinking, oh, I'm going to abuse and dominate this person and manipulate them. No, the narcissist goes into a relationship with the fantasy that this will be the perfect relationship in which you will be at their beck and call at every moment and you will cater to their whims and you will devote all of your time and energy toward gratifying their needs and making them look good and making them feel superior. With time, these exaggerated delusions become apparent and you may find yourself stuck in an endless cycle of doing whatever it takes to try to please the narcissist. No matter how much adoration and admiration you show them or how much you do for them, it's never enough. It's never enough. And if you try to stand up for yourself by saying no to these outrageous demands, this can backfire and it can set you up for harsh criticism and psychological manipulation intended to make you take the blame for not living up to their expectations. This unhealthy pattern can contribute to the development of anxiety, depression, and stress in the person associated in a, in, in a relationship with a narcissist, the child of the narcissist, the partner of the narcissist, the employee of the narcissist, right? So what do you do if you find yourself in a relationship with a narcissist? If you find yourself in a relationship with someone who has narcissistic personality disorder, it can be very difficult to get your partner to seek treatment. After all, they believe that they're special and they typically refuse to admit they have a problem. Worse yet, their charming attributes and their very convincing demeanor allow them to fool some therapists who aren't skilled enough to see through their tactics and identify their true personality traits. I've seen this a number of times in my clinical work. An individual goes into treatment and charms the therapist and says everything that they think the therapist wants to hear and places the focus on everyone but themselves. I see these people coming a mile away. Some therapists, however, can be fooled by this. And when this happens, the narcissist spends some time in treatment, although not much, and leaves feeling gratified that they never really had to do the work. They never really had to become vulnerable or admit that they have a problem because they focused on the problems of their partner and everyone else except themselves. Okay, looking at the brain through SPECT imaging can also help identify abnormalities associated with narcissistic personality disorder and show issues that might be biological. Most importantly, however, it's helpful for you to seek psychotherapy 
to help you manage your own feelings and discover strategies to either improve your relationship or gain the courage to walk away from it. Although it can be difficult to get the narcissist to change, you can change your interaction with him or her, and you can change your reaction to his or her behavior. In these circumstances, you always want to practice self-care by engaging in a daily practice, for example, of meditation, of getting proper sleep and exercise, using daily affirmations, utilizing the help of supportive others close to you, and practicing self-love. The stronger and the more resilient you are, the better able you are to manage the stress of a difficult relationship or find the strength to leave it. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode of The Naked Brain. Um, I would love to hear from you um, with questions, comments, concerns, or to schedule a consultation with me for therapy or coaching. Uh, you can reach me at drsusanspicer.com, my website. So once again, thanks for listening. Bye for now.